Welcome back to the Barely D&D Podcast, a sort of Dungeons & Dragons podcast. I am the resident DM, Zach, and today's adventure, um, episode 4, is a level 3 adventure, and the date is 3488PB, that stands for post-birth in the canonical timescale, go listen to episode 0, and the date is also Tethra 22. Before anything, we are going to cover last episode, adventure 3, The Magic Lane. Wandering down the magic lane of Port Resplendisaw's massive market district, Boz, Craig, and Greta were first intrigued by the living tapestry and the massive illusory hand drawing in the air above the storefront. Entering in, the group was greeted warmly by the orc owner of the magical tattoo parlor, Devram Callum, who was cajoled into offering the group a job for matching tattoos. With an offer to recover the stolen pearls uh, that he had had stolen from him, this sentence is going well, the group wandered into their next building. Uh, and it was in this next establishment into which the group stumbled, the oddly shaped and untitled cottage-like building, uh, that they endured an unexpectedly unsettling experience. Between towering shelves of desultory crammed goods and eccentricities, the three were greeted by the disquieting and disturbing Madame Miskor, who was hungry to see the small band make trades. The time that the group spent in the shop quickly changed in tone as it became apparent that this strange creature knew far more about the party than they had ever anticipated, and her more malfeasant qualities began to be revealed by an impatience for purchases. After tense debate, the party uh, finally settled on a series of small transactions, a lock of Boss's hair for a glass of embalming alcohol with a still-beating heart, an untouched page of Craig's diary for a set of three magical rings, and a revealing conversation with Greta in exchange for a damaged red dragon scale. The small party left the shop as quickly as possible after completing their tenuous transactions and retreating to the warm hearth for some respite and consideration. Uh, it was there that Boz summoned the Crystal Orb, one of the party's increasing number of nebulous magic items, to entreat the unknown entity bound to the orb for information about the still-beating heart. Boz locked himself in the bathroom and willed the orb into his hand, soon conversing telepathically with the inky black consciousness, somehow connected to the, to the small object. In the layered manner of conversation to which this mysterious personality is prone, information was shared, and the creature, simply known to the group as Old, thanked Boz for not giving up the crystal orb when prompted by Madame Miskor. The party now recovers from their mixed outings and waits to consider their next course of action on the late afternoon of their first day in the sprawling Pearl of Unsa. And without further ado, let's get into the adventure. We're trying something new this week, and um, we're trying multiple new things this week, actually. We have an actual little bitty intro. Um, we also have uh, an appearance from our editor-in-chief. <gasps> Clap for me. Clap! <laughs> All right. Um, so I don't know how we're going to start. <laughs> I don't, I, well, but Landon was very clear with me. This time, we're going to do it so smoothly in our production that people won't notice that we've mixed up the system. So um, they're not going to know that it's different. <laughs> yeah, right now, sure. they haven't put it together yet. The, everybody knows that we're just complete fools. Wait. They should know that anyway. <laughs> it's barely d and Tom Foolery. Tom Foolery. Where's who's Tom? Tom? Who's Tom? Um, Tom. So we're to we're start starting the game. Uh, we were gonna start having uh, Melanie, our our editor, um, with really no other relationship to us. I don't think she's connected to us in any other. Yeah, it's way. not like we're married. Um, I really like Melanie. her sweater. My wife. That's the does, only other connection. My, my wife. Uh, <laughs> 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 ah, the joke. Um, we were gonna have her uh, do uh -huh. a, a question. She's prepared a question for all of our for engaging in reasons. Questions. Yes. Uh, so which in the future will be a lot smoother. Yes. So oh, can I just have you scooch over? Yeah. Is this good? Do I yeah, sound good? Yeah. 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 Okay. So my question is, 
I'm Melanie. Hi. Um, Hi. My question is. That is a weird question. <laughs> <laughs> I do not understand how to answer it. The, okay, so the purpose of these questions is so that we can get to know your characters better in a humorous way. So the question for this session is if your character were a potato, how would they be cooked? Oh my mm. gosh. Mm. Bye. Mm. So when you, when you answer, <laughs> Melanie introduce is yourself and your character too. Okay. Good. So I remember to do the, your character voices. Greg. Can Zachary answer for uh, yeah, Zachary answer I'll first answer, Goober. Well, I'll answer for all of the NPCs oh we have so far. Oh so, so, Start from the top, please. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, my name's Landon. I play Boz. He is a uh, half dryad druid, which I always worry about saying in, in the moment because it, it's a little bit to put together. Dryad druid. Dryad druid. Dryad druid. druid. Um, I, think, I think Boz... I think he would be like a, a steamed potato, like a roasted potato, like in the oven. Okay. That's it. No salt? <laughs> what? That's it? That's well, you put salt on a roasted Good potato. Job. You're not even garnish? <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like Boz would be a roasted potato, but it's all like natural herbs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah like yeah. rosemary. Mm -hmm. Definitely got some rosemary in there. I some love rosemary. salt, some yeah. pepper. Peppa pig. Pig. pig? <laughs> Same time. <laughs> yep, Peppa Pig is part of his roasted potato. <laughs> anyway. Cheese, oh, oh, Melanie. <laughs> okay. okay. So I'm Micah. I play Craig. Uh, excuse me? The Sorry. big Mike? Sorry, the big Mike. There we go. <laughs> um, I play Craig. Uh, yeah, he's a barbarian dwarf. <laughs> I'm not used to. I don't think that's what we were asking for. <laughs> no, well, that's no, yeah, what he yeah. Said. Oh, okay, okay. I'm just following his lead. Okay, gotcha. But the way I think that Craig would be prepared as a potato would be, um, you like put him on a fire outside, right? And you kind of get like the potato soft, and then you just like rip it apart and make. Oh my! Like, <laughs> oh, so you like <laughs> so you'd like cook it? Is what you're saying? Yeah, and then. Oh, that's good. But like over a fire outside, like a campfire, and then you just like smush it into mashed potatoes with no seasoning at all. That's right. I fair. think that's accurate. I like that. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. But blonde with blue eyes, and less attractive than you think he'd be if you looked at him at first. As On paper, he sounds like a total, a total Chad, but in real life, it's not. Man. No. <laughs> now, I, no. Now I really want there to be an NPC for Craig where it's like his brother Chad. And he's just like him in every way, but, but, like, but put together. Better. Craig has two brothers. Krug and Chad. <laughs> no, Craig is Krug. Craig is Krug. And we've seen it. Craig is Krug. <laughs> no, oh, sorry. Krug is the side of Craig that he doesn't like. Yeah. What else? It's like it's like uh, Jekyll and Hyde, but Craig oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and there's another Jagged Row reference. Let's see how many Jagged Row references we can get in this because it makes Landon so happy. Yes. Um, <laughs> sorry, I don't get Melanie to laugh a lot. So when I get Melanie, I know I did good. Anyway, <clears throat> Oops, I'm sorry. Everybody's looking at me now. No, uh, we're not. I'm not looking at you. <laughs> that car is driven by like three times now. Something happened it. like that last They're week fans. and it kind of stressed me out. We don't do autographs. You have to. You have to go away. <laughs> you have to go <laughs> now. Oh my gosh! Okay. Sorry, Greta. my name is Abby, and I play Greta. And if Greta was a mashed, or she's not a mashed. If... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> 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 um, if Greta was a potato. I think that she would, this is how I think it would go down. I think that she would find a potato, like in a field or just on a countertop. She'd put it in her pocket. Like, I'm going to eat this later. And then she would, like, 
she it just stay there for a bit too long. And it wouldn't be cooked, but you know how like you don't cook uh, sushi or like you don't cook grapes and it still makes wine? It's kind of like that situation, you know? <laughs> so what you're saying is Greta's vodka. Yes. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that is what I'm saying. I feel like, I feel like Greta's, I feel like, I feel like so Boz is the like the carefully cooked, you know, natural herb potato. You're like mashed fire cooked potatoes. I like, I feel like you're the potato, potato that got left in the fridge and it's yes. grown tubers. And yeah. you're just like, well, we can't eat it anymore. I guess we have to plant it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Greta definitely <clears throat> at some point put a potato in her pocket. Is it and still then there? You that's you'll have DM, to find is there out. a potato in the- <laughs> <laughs> Roll for potato. <laughs> um do you want me to put a potato in? Because I'm pocket? like a bunch of different NPCs. Douche Bagoober. Okay. Or yourself. If you um, were a potato, what would you Hello, do? I'm Zach, a plush Bagoober. Uh, <laughs> if I were a potato that someone would put in their mouth, I would probably be uh, cooked in the little chopped pieces. Maybe the fries that people eat sometimes from the filet that's cooked. <laughs> well, do you Madame Nisko now if she was a potato? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dance, just kidding. monkey, dance. <laughs> I would love to get a new EPC, in, NTC. Oh every If I were a potato. I would cost your heart, or something. Okay. Oh wow. <laughs> what if you were Zach? What if you were a potato? Um. Thrice this week, my coworkers made fun of me for eating raw sweet potatoes at work. So probably that is that. weird. That, that is, is weird. a little odd, but I respect it. I respect it too. Like like an apple or yep. cut up. Yeah. No. Yeah. Did just, you eat the skin and all? Just everything? Yep. Okay. Get anyway, out. moving on. Nutrients. <laughs> I usually just stick a straw in mine and suck it out. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, this has been our very smoothly produced, so much so that they couldn't notice. Oh, um, yeah. Change yeah. the intro. Oh, also, for the people who take session notes, um, it's still a, it's a level three adventure now. Yay. Huzzah. Huzzah. Dreams, Huzzah. And it is still 3488 PB, Teftarar 22. It's the same day. All of this has happened. In uh, those same number of sessions. You said 3488 so, PB. When Zach oh, said for the listeners better. taking notes, he was just meaning Abby for Abby who takes notes. Yeah, no, literally just Abby. Just Me. Abby. And it's Tefra 22. Me and my notebook. Um, okay, so. Uh, Where oh. are we? Does the sound of pages bother Abby's right, it is only the left, <laughs> the left one that works. Yeah. Um, uh, if you twist the thingy, like the. Um... Yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. The headphone jack? Yep. Yeah, very simple word that I forgot. Uh, well, I don't know. The headphone um, aglet, actually. We pick back up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we have to keep that. That was hilarious. The world needs to... <laughs> don't forget. Um, so we resume. Uh, Greta, you have a bowl full of Snappleberries. Like a lot. Yeah, like a lot of Snappleberries. As much as but I really can carry. But really more like and... a basket to Yes, you. yeah. Um, a basket full of Snappleberries. As much as I could carry. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> you have that, and you're in the room with Craig. And technically, we left off with you guys still being slightly upset oh, with each no, other. Oh, no, I'm um, still mad at you. Uh, what did I do? And Boz, you have just completed your conversation in the bathroom with the orb with which you've absconded. And also the uh, beating heart in the jar, which you still have. Is it glowing? Is the beating heart glowing a no, little bit? Like a it's faint just a, no, it's just, a, it's just the heart in the jar. Can you hear it? Like, is it making like... Boop, boop, yeah. Boop. Uh, it's, What's it's the rhythm? Always... At that rhythm? Like that. I'm gonna that try rhythm. to see if I can make the pulse the rhythm to all speed star? up a little bit. That's how, how are you doing that? <laughs> we love all I look, star. I look at the heart deep. Okay, you're just you're just sitting on the john with uh, this, <laughs> this large glass jar uh, and all the clear, thick alcoholic embalming fluid, and the heart's just gently floating there, just 
it's obviously smaller, but um, and you're just holding it steadily in your hands. What are you, you're just thinking hard? I look into it. I stare into its heart of it. <laughs> and if that was your attempt at getting inspiration, that's a negatorino there. And I say, <laughs> Santa Claus isn't real. <laughs> okay. It starts crying. Does it speed up? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. I walk out of the bathroom with my big heart and uh, I do I still have the orb? Um, yeah, it's still in your hand. Uh, oof, I put that in my pocket <laughs> before I walk out. Okay. Okay. Stick it in your pocket. Who's in the room again? Um, so you walk out of the bathroom? Yes. Okay, get off the toilet. You walk out of the door. Uh, you open it up. Um, some light floods in. Uh, you, you had lit the sconce in the bathroom to see, but um, uh, the full light of the room with its open window bay next to it, uh, light comes in. And... Um, where, uh, Craig and Greta, where are you in the room? What are you doing? I thought I was outside. I guess I'm knocking on the door. Okay. okay. Uh, to the room? You had walked in the room. I had? Okay, yeah, never mind. You, <laughs> I turned around immediately and, and started Craig, knocking on the door. Craig had said that he was upset at you, and you had said, um, uh, uh, do you want some berries, Craig? You can have these berries. You probably never had anything this good in your life. <laughs> I don't think I said that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you really did. Zach did listened to the session like five times, yeah. so he knows that. I, I took notes. I, I remember the details. Yeah. Okay. So you, you are in the room. Craig, you suck, and my berries are awesome. Do you want some of my berries? Craig. Hey, guys, I was just in the bathroom. Buzz, um, do you want, <laughs> Buzz, do you want some of my berries? Uh, yeah, I love berries. Okay, here you go. Okay. All right, I'm so go. good. Bo- okay. <laughs> I love them. Wow, it's how we play last. What happened? This is the, uh, this is the uh, cutting edge role play. We should not have done the photo. Sh- like, dude, you guys come in with weird energy. Um, uh, so, uh, Boz. Greta, she has this like large uh, wicker basket and she pulls out a little berry. It's actually kind of big in her hand and it's even relatively large for a berry. It's not quite strawberry size, but it's got like a like a blackberry size to it. But it's just overall like a like a larger blueberry with a slightly darker violet hue. What do we call them? Snappleberries. Uh, Snappleberries. Snapple you pick it up, you pop it in your mouth. Um, it tastes fantastic. Is there a fact like on the pit, on the seed inside? No, no, okay. no seed. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, it, 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 has, well, it has, I mean, it has seeds in the way that like blueberry, like so small that you can barely even feel it. But as you pop it in your mouth, it's just delicious. Yum. I'm going to walk up to Greta's basket, take a handful, stir directly into her eyes and just eat them. Do you like aggressively. them, Greg? Do you like them, Greg? Do you like the berries? I like the berries, okay. but I don't like you. Do y'all know that vine that's like, my berries, and he's bouncing on the <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? He's like bouncing on the <laughs> It's your energy. Okay, so <laughs> Craig is definitely just eating okay. those You're just angrily berries. eating berries. As you bite into very juicy? purple thick fluid flows yeah. all down his blonde beard, gets streaked in it. <laughs> Um, which ends up looking actually, like weird highlights because it's a pretty thick. Can it actually stain my beard? I mean, it just did. Yeah, it just streaked <laughs> down your beard. It's, like it's a very thick. I have purple streaks. Craig, I in love my the beard. highlights. They look so good. Oh, I still hate you. So you should put some in your hair. Okay. Do y'all want to go try to get that pearl thing? Yeah. You Wait. know what? I bet it's that little goblin. I bet. You think it's Nam? Yeah. Nam Nook. I bet it's Nam Nook. Nam Nook. I bet it's Nam. Nam. I bet it's Nam. That's a sound. Craig was making when he was eating the berries. <laughs> it was. You're so right. Um, okay. <laughs> you also, for whatever it's worth, you haven't eaten since this morning. Let's okay. eat. You're eating berries now, but just for whatever it's worth, you haven't eaten since then. So um, I am rightfully aggressively eating these berries. Okay. <laughs> Craig's so, hungry. So Craig just sort of like take, he's shoving fistfuls of it in his mouth. Um, I'm like tossing them up. Tossing I'm like them tossing them. Up. Yeah. I'm uh, why don't you roll them. a uh, dexterity? 
An acrobatics check for me. You have a di- you have a dice tree right here. Fourteen. So 16. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you're flicking them up in the air and catching them in your mouth. It's kind of impressive. You guys are are figuring out that maybe this is one of the things that Greta has done in her (laughs) her, like nebulous time alone. (laughs) Yeah, that y'all don't know anything about and I know everything about, but you can't see that table. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. What? (laughs) What's going on today? Nothing. Okay. Am I acting right. strange? Because in my brain, I'm acting normal. And if I'm acting strange, but no, I can't tell, that means I'm it's going all... crazy. Okay. You know what I mean? No. Okay. 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 Thank you. So this pearl thing, we need to go get it. <laughs> we want tattoos of Greg. We do. So where did he say that this thing was? Where did he say that they It was drunk and it was sleeping somewhere. Um, yeah. Where he said that? You all remember that you entreated the question to Madame Miscor. Um in trade for uh, your sandwich. Um, that's how you got the answer. And that um, she told you that uh, the uh, that it was in the possession of a greedy little dr- goblin who was drunk and passed out um, uh, at the docks under the 433rd dock. It has to be Namnook. Okay, we have a map from the What's guy. Going? What you got? Also, um, <clears throat> Craig, was there a thing you were you were trying to do? Yes, okay. yes, there is. Um, but that can be done. Just reminding. I, I got the feeling maybe we had let that slip a little, which is fine. Just I've been reminding. thinking about that okay. since okay. we started. Never mind. Okay. Never mind. Do you want to do right. it now? No. No? No, I'm hey, scared. hold on. Uh, excuse me, you guys have heard nothing. I know, uh, but I want to know. Uh, well, you don't get to. I want to um, know. Can you show, show me? Show me. I no, no, no more, no more. Okay, I said we leave. Why? Oh, if you like... Oh. If you emote in the heart of hearts a song, they will take everything we've ever had. I didn't say anything. Um, I don't know. You guys, you guys are show in the room. Uh, you could probably stay and eat something. It's like mid-afternoon, and you've been asked to get the pearls. Whatever your objectives, whatever your goals are in you. Let's, let's grab something on the way out. And yeah, then let's super just fast. Like, I'm going to... Yep. Let's go. I, I open the door to leave. I stuff okay. so many, as many berries as I can in my pocket. Yeah. Okay. All right. You have a lot of pockets. Do you <laughs> fill them? Do you like fill all of them with berries? Like you can if you want. 75%. Because okay. if I eat 80%. Okay. So Greta takes fistfuls of berries and shoves them into the two larger pockets on the outside of her like largest coat. But then she also just, she just keeps taking fistfuls of berries and shoving them into other places of her coat. And you're just sort of like, where? Because like she puts in his fistful and you're like, oh, there must be a pocket on the inside. And then another fistful to another side. And like, oh, there must be another pocket. But then that happens two or three more times. And you're like, <laughs> Where are these berries going? But yeah, um, you have, you put your, your basket down and you've probably eaten like a third of them. At this okay. Point. Oh, that's um, so many. How many berries are in the Yeah, inventory? you bought all of the berries you could hold. So you have a lot. How, um, may, a estimate of how many berries am I holding in my pockets? I have to write it down in my little sheet. Probably like 30 something. Because they're big. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was thinking like small okay. size. Like, no, they're to okay. you. They're about like that big, like a strawberry. Yeah. Okay. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you guys are just in the space. All right. Let's go down. get that pearl. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so all three group members, um, having just gotten back from their uh, day out on the on the town, say, "Well, that was enough time." And you all all turn around and walk back out of the room. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see spell slots to force. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm good. Let's go. Okay. Uh, so you guys uh, just walk right back out of the room. Um, 
<laughs> literally all that Greta and Craig did was walk into the room, yell at each other, eat some berries, <laughs> and then the party's like, well, that's good enough to recover, and everybody walked back out. Um, so you guys, you enter back out of the hallway, you um, clomp your way down um, down the hall, another left, and you start making your way um, uh, down the stairwell. Gonna, and, uh, I'm sorry? I'm going to ask Craig, Craig, are you huh? still mad at me? Well, what would I be mad at you about? Never mind. Oh no! And I keep walking. Can I make a happens. Can I make a perception check to see if Craig's actually mad, or an insight check? He's actually mad at Greta. Sure. Okay. Oof. Um, that is going to be a thirteen. Okay. What? Um, if you're trying to roll a deception check, if you have anything to deceive. I rolled a wait. So deception. Um, that would be an eighteen. Okay. So. Um, uh, it's not that Craig is the most emotionally complex person you've ever met, um, but uh, he's got a very stoic feature to his face right now, and mainly you're just really getting caught up in how much the really haphazard spilling of, of berries is actually <laughs> kind of like like a, stage, a, a streaking stained feature to his beard that like you would pay to have. Huh. Oh, wow. You kind of get distracted by that as you're walking around. Craig, I really like what you did to your beard today. I'm going to keep really doing nice. this every day. <gasps> really? I don't know where you're going to get that many Snappleberries. <laughs> I think I know you're exactly. You're going to have to start me. <laughs> where are we going to get that many <laughs> Snappleberries? Uh, and as, as the three of you are having this conversation, clomping down the stairs, the um, the warm energy of the warm hearth sort of comes back to you and the music kicks back up. Um, but as you walk down the stairs, you find something interesting. There's actually less people here now, which is interesting because it's mid-afternoon. You assume that this would be when it's it's busiest, but actually the taverns uh, died down a little bit. There's only about 20 or 30 people dancing in the large central area right now. But all along the edge of the booths, there are a lot of people eating and along the bar, um, and, uh, and you're just back into that familiar space. Warm well, let, and energetic. Okay, guys, I know you really want to dance. I really want to dance. I'm kind of grooving. Let's just let's just keep going. Let's keep let's let's get to the door. Let's dance our way to the door. Are we gonna okay? eat food? Do y'all want to eat food? No. Maybe like some bread. I'm good. Okay, I'm good. Okay. All right. Um, you all just sort of bob and weave in between people. Uh, there's just like a general sense of merriment and mirth. Like people are like smiling and greeting you. Um, one person like tries to pull you into a dance pause, like sort of grabs a hand, starts like, dancing. No, you, no. you pull no, away, no, and they just back, sort of shrug back. it off and keep dancing. Away from me! Fly, fool! And you guys get across the dance floor to the door, and you the large door, and you step back out into the street that you were in ten minutes ago, and um, uh, you are looking out over um, the very large uh, uh, ocean, the the Sea of the Kalabak. Um, to the north, because your tavern, or your, the inn that you all chose, was right on the bay. Um, wow. So um, the uh, hundreds and hundreds of docks and um, uh, the uh, um, the many thousands of ships are, are, are all across the far bay in front of you. Maybe thousands is a lot, but more than could be counted. Okay. I'm going to start, start counting the docks. One... Two. I think we should just use a map, boss. Oh, that's right. Okay, so the map, so the 443rd? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Let's I, walk. I open the map. Does it show the docks on it? Like, would Roll it show? Map. Um, so the map that you all got of Unsen from Sigor? Yeah. Um, it shows you, uh, well, okay, so I actually forgot the folder with the maps thing. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Um, but uh, it shows you the whole nation of Unsen. Oh, so probably not the docks. Um, no, and really nothing more than the point that is the city on the map. Well, so uh, Baz just sort of like unfurls the map, and you guys look at it. 
Huh. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. A whole continent. I think it should be <laughs> around this area, and I point the completely wrong part of it. Okay, Boz just puts his finger down on, like, a different part of the nation. Let's go there. Uh, like a country that's listed in a different... <laughs> no. Oh. Let's find a nice person to ask for a different map. Okay. Th- and and we're not going to ask them if they're Kuatoa, right? We're not. <laughs> well, I, what if they look we're like not Kuatoa? Going we're not going to ask they, them they if they're Kuatoa. Uh, I will give you more shiny things if you okay. tell. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Um, so all across, all around you guys in the streets, there's you know the myriad of races and diversity that's been around you the whole time you've been in Forest Bumpy Song. Um, uh, just passing by. I mean, it's it's a busy street, middle of summer. Uh. I want to. I'm, I'm trying to find a dock hand or like someone that looks like they're working. Okay, make a uh, make a make a perception. Can I assist? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, hey, that's how you do that. We're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a two. <laughs> so I get to roll again. You roll so bad. That is a nineteen. Let's go. Okay, so <laughs> so good. Uh, so you guys walk out of the door of the tavern, like people keep spilling in and out. So you sort of uh, take a step to the side, and you look over um, the many the uh, many docks that stretch out like long fingers grasping out at the at the bay of Port Spavisan, and um, uh, in the many hundreds of people that you can see from where you're standing, you look further down a dock, and you can see a ways down um, that there are uh, um, there are maybe like 60 feet out from you. Like if you guys cross the road and get to one of the larger docks near you. Um, actually, the one that you guys came in on. Hmm. Um, uh, and you can still see the Tomorrow's Memory docked uh, maybe like eight ships down out there. Um, there. There's like, there's, you can see dock hands all over, all over that particular dock. And there's like a, a group of three or four um, uh, rough looking humans and a, um, uh, and um, we'll say a, a dwarf. And they're all sort of like huddled up in a small group. They seem to be chatting about something. Like a lot of the other dock hands that you see are like um, hoisting large crates or carrying rope. But these four don't seem to be doing anything. I'm not doing any hoisting. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, uh, you, uh, the person who doesn't look like they're doing anything. Um, I'm trying to find a dock. Okay, so you guys, you guys weave your way in between the busy traffic of the street. You make your way across the dock. You approach this group. Um, uh, there's... Um, uh, there's one soldier who's uh, a soldier. You didn't know there was. A... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Doc Ham. He's quite large. <laughs> okay. Um, he's a very large, thick, heavy fellow. Um, he's got thick, dark hair. Like his, he has on like a Doc Ham's um, uh, heavy um, wool uh, cloak, but he, the sleeves are cut off. And he's very thick and meaty, and he has dark, wiry hair all down his arms, like like a lot of it. He has this very thick beard and this dark, dark, heavily matted, greasy hair. Um, and next to him, there's a much thinner, older woman uh, in, in similar matching Doc Hands cloaks. Um, and then a very young, uh, like teenage looking fellow who sort of resembles the very large, uh, hairy fellow, like sort of maybe like his son or a nephew or something. And then um, the dwarf as well. Uh, the dwarf um, is completely bald, which you've yeah. never seen in a dwarf. Wow. Completely bald. On the face um, too. And yeah, no beard, yeah. nothing. Are you a Kuatoa? Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't say that. I don't say that. You already said it. Just walk down the city going, are you a Kuatoa? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and um, uh, he's this really rough looking fellow. He's got like a scar on one cheek. There's still, there's stubble growing um, as if he's constantly shaving everything <laughs> and things are already growing back. Um, uh, but they're all sort of standing there and you walk up and you ask your question and uh, the largest fellow, the man, turns around and uh, says um, where would we talk to you? Please. Um, 
You don't want to talk to me? What do you want? I'm just trying to find uh, the 443rd dock. 443rd dock. There's looking further down the way. I think it's um, the 433rd dock. 433rd, I'm sorry. Uh, he sort of looks back. We're, to not from, we're not from here. Yeah, 433. Again. He looks back down the... Uh, and it's just this... I mean, the docks extend almost as far as I can see. Um, and uh, he looks down the way. Well, it is much further down to your uh, east. Uh, keep heading in the direction. Um, there are small marking numbers at the base of the wood. And he points back over your right shoulder. And as you turn back around to the head of the dock, you notice for the first time, etched and carved in at the, like sort of on the very edge to where the dock would spill off into the water so that it's very rarely stepped on. There are these very deep carvings, which in, in common have the numbers. And they are numbered all the way down. And you realize that uh, that's like you can count down that way. And the number that he points down to down there um, says 143. Oh, no. Guys, I have some bad news. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they're all standing there. And they all yeah. You can hear them. Okay. Y'all heard that? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. I say what? we race to find it. You want to race? Yeah. Who gets, what happens? Uh, who gets, who, well, wins? who wins if they get there first? What do they win? The large fellow has, like, they've sort of, uh, they see that you're done with them and they're done with you. and they turn Thank you. I appreciate you so um, much. Uh, they just start talking mm. to each other again. Um, which of you has the highest passive perception? Me, I we have the same. In, I believe in, uh, Greta, yeah, Bob's Yeah, we have 15. Yeah, 15. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you guys, uh, you guys continue oh, write your conversation. Do you want? Do you want to race? I um, want to race. I want to race there. Yes. Mm. How? I don't know how long it is. But it's it's a good way to get there fast. You know. Yeah. yeah if we race, is there going to be any kind of like, oh, you're down ten running points? Who knows? Uh, oh, wait, I only have thirty running points. Is that going to be bad? <laughs> <laughs> I say we race. Okay, okay. Let's, let's race. Okay, we're gonna race. Um, so what are we racing let's for? Let's ask the nice man to count us off. Oh. Um, as you all are having this conversation, talking to each other, um, uh, you, you all are having this conversation, and in the common way that you can you can talk to someone and you overhear something as well. Um, uh, to the to the itching ear of both Boz and Greta, you can lightly uh, catch that the the four individuals talking here. They're just sort of gossiping about like regional events as they are, and. Um, the small dwarf, or well, the the bald dwarf. He's he's quite muscular. Um, sort of uh, like after as the big man turns around, um, he says, not in a volume that's calling you all out, and also um, not at a volume that's in any way like trying to hide what he's saying. Like he's both not saying it to you all, but also doesn't care whether or not you can hear. He just says something along the uh, lines of like belligerent Doris. Um, and uh, but the dwarf looks up at him and says, uh, pay them never mind. What will happen to our shipping? La me libre is important. And um, the woman chimes in and says, um, You all have the wrong perspective. This is quite a trouble for Portrait Spendison specifically. And um, uh, the teenager sort of pipes in and says, I do not know exactly what we are going to do about this. I mean, this is dangerous for everyone in the city. And they just seem to be having some sort of conversation. You don't have to do anything with it. This is just simply happening around you as you all discuss how you're going to race. To Can the, I keep to listening? Can I like zone out of that conversation and like sure. turn my ears to this one? Okay. Um, so I would like you to make a performance check to look like you're not listening to them. It's not hard because all you have to do is beat their passive perception because they're not actively looking at you. Can we all, like, can I <laughs> eavesdrop? Um, no, because your passive perception is so low that you have not noticed that oh, this is happening. Respectfully. 
Okay. I, that uh, was a three plus what was what performance? Performance. I don't Seven. think you're gonna make it. Okay. So uh Greta, you hear this. This is very interesting to you, and you do this really smooth thing where you sort of nod at your at the people in front of you, take five steps back from them, <laughs> turn and face the ocean. <laughs> and you are not putting off to the other people at all that you're listening to their conversation because you're not looking at them. Yeah. And they can't tell. Yeah. So Greta, in the middle of you all talking about like, yeah, that's right. So she takes takes four steps back, <laughs> turns toward oh the water, and just sort of stares down at it without saying anything. I want, to, I want to do something to, to so it, So can too. I hear what they're sure, saying? Yeah, so I look at them and I say, you know, guys, we've all been we've all been new somewhere once. And Aww. I think that if Why you don't it? have anything nice to say, you shouldn't say anything at all. And I cast silence. Okay. <laughs> um. This has an energy of me casting, what was it? What words was of it? vicious anger, words, <laughs> something on that vicious note. Vicious mockery? Oh, yeah. Well, watch out. Yeah. Um, okay. Um... <laughs> So I saw him uh, looking at his spell card. I was like, oh, well, no. As you say this, and like the woman sort of gives you like a, a stern look. The teenager looks a bit, um, well, just uncertain. And uh, you like have his attention because an adult is talking. Uh, the dwarf and the large man, like the, the big man doesn't even turn around. The dwarf gives you like a very piercing I... sort of uh, scared look. And as you, um, as you uh, lift your hands, the like warm auburn color of effervescent magic sort of like uh, bursts off of your fingertips. And you sort of like, and I said, Woof. and then there's a, and like an imperceptible bubble surrounds them. And they all sort of like, they all sort of like, every, every one of them like steps back a bit as you cast. And like the, the large fellow seeing what's happening with the other folks turns around and like looks. And then he, you know, nothing's happened. And he goes. He's moving his mouth. They'll sort of look at each other and start saying things. Guys, I think we should start um, the race I now. Run. I start running towards the <laughs> yeah. dock as soon as okay. I can. Hey, right, um, I, I yell, race, wait, let's go! And you then can't I say sprint. anything. Nothing, you can't, no one can make any noise. Like, there's no uh, noise. Well, no, no you, have you, you haven't cast silence on your party, have it's you? A, it's a 20-foot... Did you cast it on the area that you guys are in? We're all right, right next to each other, right? <laughs> you could put it on the dock in front of you, or you could put it directly where you're standing and get everyone. Uh, I don't know what I would How do. I would cast it like, yourselves? I don't know. I would like, only silence on them. I wouldn't silence us. Yeah. 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 I, I assumed, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm still so new. You guys can talk. It's all good. It's all good. Hey, time out. Yeah. Were they even talking about us? Um, you don't know. They oh, were. Yes. They were they like, were like belligerent. He has silenced um, <laughs> You so, don't know, but I do. So uh, as a player, like I, I couldn't quite understand what this, what you were saying. I, oh, like what I was saying physically in words? No, like I just couldn't understand what you were saying when you're playing that character. Oh, um, and so he said, I don't. He said belligerent tourists. Um, oh, tour. Okay. Yeah. I thought they were talking about their government. Like Tauruses, as in. <laughs> anyway, so you have, you have Scorpios. <laughs> you have uh, you have cast silence and you've shouted run and Greta's shouted run. Is everyone running? I said ready, set, go. Oh, okay. And then okay. sprinting. So the three of you all take off down the docks. Ready, um, set, go. <laughs> And um, they don't even hear us because no sound can pass into that as yeah, well. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Um, <laughs> everything the is last thing you guys hidden. see as you start sprinting How away from these individuals is a very concerned look on all their faces because a stranger <laughs> cast magic on them, then they couldn't hear anything, and then they all shouted something and ran away. Um, so you see a look of panic wash across all four faces as they're standing there, and then oh you guys gosh. are just <laughs> down, the, down the dock and down the street. Hey, um, wait. How long does it last? The well, spell? Uh, you don't know. Because you aren't boss and you haven't cast the spell. Um, uh, but. Just, I don't know, just to make sure you understand too. Like, it's just in that location. As soon yes. as they step oh, out of that. I'm okay. very familiar with science. Okay. It's all good, but I'm very familiar with science. Okay. Um, 
Uh, but you all take <laughs> off down the down the street. You start running. Um, I'd like all three of you guys to make athletics checks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, I got a 12. Okay. I'm still rolling. I can't find athletics. It's under strength. <laughs> <laughs> it's under strength. Yeah. 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 It's that skill you don't ever look at. Okay. <laughs> what are you saying? I got a 15, by the way. I got a 15. Oh my gosh. What did you get? I got a nine. Wow. Which was, <laughs> I got four originally. You're the can one I, so. Can I rate me winning the race? Um, well... No, because that's what a DM does, but I appreciate the request. Um, also, uh, no, because um, you don't round the corner, run for a little bit, and go, yeah. Um, you don't know how far the 433rd mm-hmm. dock is, but you guys are running. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you guys round the corner <laughs> and you start really running. Um, Boz, you have lived in nature your whole life. Uh, you're not necessarily in athletic competition with people frequently, but you your entire life is... Um, a naturalistic act of fitness thus far. So you have a good pace as you're moving. Um, but as you're sort of like down the street, and the street is full. It's the middle of the day in Port Resplendisant, which might be one of the largest cities in the world. So you are, it's that, it's like when kids run in, a, in like a place of business. Like you are having to jolt, like like uh, jump in between people. And, and like, there's a lot of bobbing and weaving. As you're running, just by you. Greta goes, uh, she, you don't understand how she's getting that much speed off of legs that small. But, um, and she's even like, she's sort of bobbing and weaving in between people more efficiently than you are. And she is really moving. Craig, your two party members disappear in front of you and you're just, <sighs> and like, um, you've got like an uneven run to your gait and your beard is just like bouncing in front of you. And kind of all of you is lightly bouncing. Um, because you have been losing weight ever since you joined this party. But it is still happening and you're still pretty out of shape. And you're just like, you get like 40 feet and you're already like, <gasps> like to your, to your breath running. Um, but you guys are running. So you're weaving in between people, running down a street, all getting like slightly different distances from each other because you're running at different speeds, but you are all moving. Can okay. we like, can I like do, I want to keep an eye on like the dock numbers. Okay, make a perception check. Yay. And make it a disadvantage because you are trying to make that, that was perception a 20. check. But it fell. I can't. Yeah, no, she's right. She's right. Um, you're uh, you're trying okay. to make the perception check in between people while running for small numbers. <laughs> perception check. Yeah. Oh. Oh no. Uh. Twenty. <laughs> Why did you look disappointed? That was a disadvantage. Yeah, I got a fifteen and I got a nineteen. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, Greta, with your sharp piercing eyes, your, your diminutive, beady little eyes, as you describe it, um, you are, you are, like, just scanning the edges of the docks as you bob in between people's legs. Um, uh, Craig, I would also like you to make a perception check to try and keep track of Greta and Boz as they outpace you and, uh, weave in between people. That was 13. He's saying, you're lame. Make a perception check to to... see if you're still in the cool club. Uh, you would add your perception. Go 14. Okay, yeah, you're keeping, you're keeping an eye on him. Okay. Um, they're not like, like leaving you in the dust. They're just no. They don't hate me, right? Y'all don't um, hate me. <laughs> um, yeah. So you guys, you guys are running, and you're running, and you're like, there's like a lot. There's large carts that come by that you have to like sort of navigate ten feet around, and then and then move between groups of people. It's not like um, like a school hallway because it's a very large road on the edge of the dock. But there's just always people that you're moving in between. Um, you guys are running, and you're running. So you run, you run like 40 feet, Greta, and then it goes 144, another 40 feet, 145, another 40 feet, 146. Um, 
and you guys run for like maybe like 50 seconds, you're all starting to feel it in your lungs a little bit. You've gotten maybe like 10 docks. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I keep running? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would like to establish something if it's okay before we left the tavern. Sure, okay. I want to say that I laid the jar of heart in my bed, like on sure, the pillow, yeah. and I put the blanket over it like it was taking a nap. Aww. Okay. Did like, you say sure, anything gotcha. to it? I said, just wait here. We'll be right back. Aww. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. Alright. So it's in my bed Little taking baby. a nap right now. Um all right. So um, we keep beating though, like don't stop beating, but like don't rest die. A bit. But you know, like take a nap. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, as you do. As I as do. one does. Yeah. Alright. Okay. Okay, so we're um, I'd like I'd like all three of you guys to make constitution checks for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nat one. <gasps> oh do you my have inspiration? Gosh. No. <laughs> no inspiration. Hey, where's Constitution? So if for the um, listeners, um, I just got a paper sheet and I am not using it's okay. we'll on learn. screen anymore. Oh, so that's right. This is where's your first... Constitution? Yeah. Uh, it's under strength. Under strength. Saving throws? Uh, just a Constitution check. So to be fair, there is no category for Constitution check, but I think saving throws is a bit dramatic for do your lungs start to burn. Oh. <laughs> so just, just take the modifier that goes with your constitution, whether or not you're proficient. A constitution is not under strength, Mike. It's the third from 14. the- 14. Like, so constitution oh, is a whole category. Okay. Oh, skill. it is so, under- It is an ability score. <laughs> okay. It is? Where? Oh, so then I got- okay, Then so I got- That one. 15. 22. 15. Okay. <laughs> oh. um, okay, so you guys, you guys are sprinting, you're running, you're running, and Boz, you're like, you're running fine, and then all of a sudden, as you're running, um, like, you know how when, you're, when your cardio health isn't great, your lungs can start to generally burn, but then also sometimes when you're running, just for some reason, suddenly, you kind of get, like, a catch in the serratus muscles that go over your ribs, and you, yeah. like, it, it feels like yeah. you get, like, a, like a stitch oh in your gosh. side. As you're running, you just sort of suddenly, and you're like, oh, oh, and you, like, suddenly run out of breath, and you have to stop for a second and catch it, and you're like, <laughs> Just slow down your breathing and catch for a second. Craig, at not an incredible speed, but very steadily, just <laughs> goes on by you. And uh, Craig, <laughs> he you're still not running fast. Can I say something? You have, yeah, yeah, yeah. As I run past Boz, I go, ha, what a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Craig is okay, mean. Just picking a fight with everyone today, you insult it's Boz. It's that Craig is mean. At not a great speed, but you do go by. Um, <laughs> I do but, something in response to that. <laughs> Sure. I cast Entangle on, on Craig as he no. runs by. Okay. No. Well, uh, how about this? Craig, um, however, <laughs> you haven't seen your friends in a bit. You are running down the street. Um, uh, and you're doing fine. Uh, you're starting to feel it a little bit, but you're okay. okay. I'm going to keep uh, running. Yeah, because you're you're moving quickly, but you're also not like sprinting. You're doing a very good job of pacing. <laughs> Um, and you are running down the docks counter. Me? Um, I don't. I don't cast it. I think about it very hard. I was like, I could so. I could just. I could. So that was for sure a joke. I don't do it. Yeah, I. I don't okay. care. I don't that would have been so it. awesome if it wasn't. Um, so uh, somebody take you those... think very hard about casting entangle and Craig. Um, not at a great speed, but not not dropping at all. Uh-uh. Your speed is not great. I am consistent you, and really dependable. And what happens is you like you have the burn of someone who it has become quite out of shape, but. Yeah. You like sort of, uh, you have you have a sort of physicality where because you were once in very good shape, mm-hmm. that's not totally gone, and so you sort of like lean back onto it, and so it burns. It's you know, your lungs are burning, me. but you you just sort of like mm-hmm. you let the work get into your thighs and your legs, yeah, and you just start pushing, and uh, you feel as much as like your lungs do not feel young. You can feel the strength in your lungs and your back, and you're like, yeah, I'm still I I've still got some of it left in me, and uh, you're not breaking a pace at all. 
Um, so you guys continue running. Uh, Boz, you've just stopped to catch your breath for a little bit. So you lose your friends a bit in the crowd. Okay. They get a bit further ahead of you. You know which direction you're going. But, um... Okay, yeah. So do you, do you resume running again? Yeah, I start heading towards the... Do- <laughs> Wait, is there a bus coming by? Like, the public transportation? Uh, make a reception check. I'm just definitely not a bus. But... Not the bus, but... Uh, <laughs> is, there a, is there an Uber? Can I hear an Uber? <laughs> that is a 23. Okay. Um... You stop, you take the moment to like sort of breathe quietly, you look up and down the dock. Okay, you are very sure that there's not one. Um, with <laughs> eagle-eyed clarity of a half-dry druid, um, you look all around and there's definitely not a, a transportation system. Not a bus. There's okay. no bus. Uh, so you take off running again, now at a fair pace behind your fence. Can I um, wild shape into something that flies? But- yes, you can. Oh, I hate this. I wild shape into a a dove. <gasps> okay, so mark a use of your wild shape. Um, uh, so Bonnie, you sort of stop there for a second, and you're like, oh, wait a second. And um, there's just sort of this flourishing burst of your, like, your dark auburn energy that's sort of like, uh, it starts at your feet, and as as you wild shape, it's less that you, like, anamorph into an animal's features, <laughs> as is common. It's like a bunch and of feathers just kind of like go poof everywhere. I just... <laughs> um, well, unless you want it narrated differently because it's your magic and you can make the call. Um, but like, it's like the auburn light. It's like a, as if, if a fire could be made of the colors of autumn. Yeah. Like a more muted color. Sort of bursts from your feet and crawl, crawl suddenly up your legs and up your body. And instead, um, just turning leaves. Like cover off of every inch of you. Like as if you, as if you like instantaneously in a wave uh, wrap yourself in a cocoon of of these these beautiful auburn and gold and 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 like crimson hued leaves oh. and as they all fall off of you a dove bursts out yeah yeah so what i want to happen is exactly what you just said and i want the leaves to almost kind of like stay there where i was yeah almost like anything excess that was not that would have been more than dove <gasps> it leaves a like a like yeah. a so a, now there's a just a pile of leaves in the street oh and i start i start flying for oh yeah well okay so to be clear you <laughs> and uh Within seconds, you're ahead of Craig. <laughs> and, um, I go chirp, chirp, and uh, <laughs> uh, well, that's definitely not the sound the doves make. But okay, I, I think you know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Craig, you're running, and um, a dove goes flying by you, and you just hear like a, and it. I mean, oh, that's so cute. Yeah, you, you just saw a dove fly by you. On, you can I poop on Craig? <laughs> uh, make make an attack roll. <laughs> just add your next turn. That way. You're running, and the dove goes, and you look up, and you're like, aw. And then, like, you know how in World War II when bombers would fly, they had to time the bombs so that they would, like, they dropped them early so that they would, like, meet an interception with the target with their forward momentum. Mm-hmm. So as you look up at the bird, nothing happens. And you're like, aw. And as you look up there for a second, from an angle you were not seeing out of your periphery, there's like a... And you're like, ah! And it, like, stings a little, and you feel the cool liquid running down your face. Is there water nearby? Uh, there's yeah, a, there's a just, <laughs> now, just making sure. Just in case you're feeling clear, salty. To be clear, you guys have been in the city for quite some time now, so you are very aware <laughs> okay. that there's a whole street. Okay. So you have to get all the way to one side of the street, and then there's a drop, because they don't want to build the street level with the ocean. So there's like a six-foot drop. <laughs> down you get water. Water. <laughs> uh, and the waves are just... Okay. Craig, I dare you to just jump uh, into the Craig, water. You have just had a uh, fresh bird poop in your eye. Can I make an uh, insight check on a bucket of water or like some other water? <laughs> a bucket of water. <laughs> can you make 
Can you <laughs> can you read the social cues for the existence of a bucket of water? Red for water. Perception. I'll tell you what. Here's what's gonna happen. We're gonna get to the players who haven't done anything a little bit, but yeah, roll your perception check. Um, uh, so, Boz, you are now flying in a fantastic clip, outpacing everybody. I mean, like, it's moments, and you can see Greta running <laughs> below you. And you're just a bird in the city flying. I'm going to um, land on, Gre- on Greta, like on uh, her shoulder. Okay, oh okay, so Greta, you're running along, uh, along looking at the street numbers, and then all of a sudden, a dove lands in your Also, what do you look like as a dove? Um, what is your feather pelage? I just want to have, like, mostly white with some gray. Just a little bit of gray. Okay. So very, very pigeon-like, yeah. but in like the prettiest of pigeons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a pigeon so this... that's definitely cooler than the other pigeons. Okay, yeah. Um, okay. A really hip-looking pigeon uh, <laughs> alights on your shoulder and is, is suddenly there. Just sort of... I'm going to stop and... Yeah. It's... Okay, for, for people can't who can't see my face like lamos, um, I'm going to turn my head super fast and like, I'm going to like, I can't describe my Look with face. surprise. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. look shocked at this dove and I'm going to freeze. And then I'm going to very slowly reach into one of my pockets and bring out a berry and take a little bite off of it. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to take a bite of it and chew it and then open my mouth and offer food okay. to the bird. So Bob's turning <laughs> landed on Greta's shoulder. Greta, Greta looks at you with surprise, puts a berry in her mouth, chews it for a little bit, and then opens up her mouth and the chewed berries on her tongue and she's going, ah... I, I, I'm like, okay. <laughs> the dove. <laughs> I'm going to fall on the ground. And I'm going to fall on my knees and like put my face in my hands for a minute and be like, oh. And I'm so, because I don't have much experience with birds. I don't know what this party's going to do when you guys have like actual problems to solve. I don't know what to, I've, I've never had any experience with birds. So I'm on my knees. Mourning this bird for a little okay. bit. Like, so you oh drop to your knees in the middle of the crowded street that you were running through. Yes. Um, immediately, someone walks up behind you. Um, oh let's see. Um, uh, it's uh, uh, it's a short fellow, rotund, older. Um, he's human. Uh, uh, he has this thickly braided hair that runs backward in strokes, and these nice layered like sort of merchant's cloaks on this he sort of gets up like people are passing in around the street and you're blocking a small portion but a portion nonetheless and he gets behind you and he's uh, sort of uh he like you can hear like the of boots scuffing up behind you as it stops there's a pause and then you hear um would you get out of the street yeah i'm gonna jump up and then keep running okay you suddenly spring up and boom 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 and you're back down um boss you're i mean you're flying so you're going i get faster than well uh help me make a perception check for me <laughs> Technically, we need a bird. Seventeen. Stats? Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. Um, you can with your with your uh uh. Bird's your, eye well, technically, now I want to talk about the biology of bird's eyes, but yeah, you can. See, I won't distract us there. You can see quite well, <laughs> and you make out the minute details of the, and you're you're checking the numbers. Um, so it's not fast. Um, now with your superior height and your vision, you get like, oh, okay, you're gonna probably gonna be flying for the next six minutes, but you'll get there. Oh my um, gosh, how long is it gonna take for them to get there? Uh, well. They don't know because they're not seeing through your eyes. So, Greta, you're running. Mm-hmm. Uh, Craig, you have bird poop in your eye. You've stopped in the streets. You're emotional. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, I rolled a nine. Oh. I rolled a 10 on perception. Okay. Yeah, no, just hundreds of people in a busy city. <laughs> it's, no, I'm just wondering if there's water. Is there water that's not in the sea? Yeah, no, I know. Um, you don't see any. You see a busy a busy people. That's a busy sad. city with a street with hundreds of people on it. 
I'm my key word in my brain was water, and the sentence you said did not have the word water. And so you lost. What are you doing, Craig? I am trying to run. I'm wiping it out of my eyes. And like. Okay, make a dexterity check. Just oh, no. Make or a dex check, Craig. Craig, make a dex check. That's pretty good. Wait, what did you ask for? Sleight of hand. Yes. Sleight of hand. Dexterity. Okay, so that would be a 17. Okay. You actually do a pretty good job of wiping almost all of it off your face at once. I streaked your glove a little bit, and it's like it's uh, like it's crusting on your cheek, but you got most of it off of your eyes. Is it ruining the purple on my beard? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> all right, that's all I care about. Still looks on your sick. Sick. I still agree. It looks okay, but I'm like running, and okay. I'm. Can I like? Is there any way I could speed up? Uh, yeah. Roll an athletics check, I guess. Can we get to the dot? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, what's the total roll? Because that's athletics for you. Wait, that's a... Okay, that I would be 45. Be... That's your highest roll the campaign. Um, yeah. You wipe it out of your eye. Second win. A bit of those... Uh, of that barbarian, like, like that sort of like anger. Those 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 emotions that you're still working yeah. on processing now that you're on this find yourself journey. You sort of reach down and you find a little bit of, of like real fight in you and you just sort of... Yeah. <sighs> And all of a sudden, you start <laughs> chugging down the road. So dwarfs, you have 25 feet of movement, but you're like dashing, and you're yeah, you're moving really pretty fast. You're weaving officially in between people. You're running. Okay, cool. All right. You are both running. You are flying. This is gonna be happening for a bit. You're just gonna Can be we running. Jump cut. Uh, so <laughs> here's here's what we will say. Um, uh, well, uh, why don't you make a Constitution check and advantage, and you make another Constitution check. What'd you get? I I'll tell a, you in a second. I get a seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, constitution. Oh, I got a 24. National 20, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> Craig's coming for the throne, right? Hot dice. Uh, no. Hot dice. Uh, so, hot dice. Uh, Greta, you've been running pretty fast mm-hmm. for hundreds of feet. <laughs> yep. And eventually you start, you have to stop and take a breath. Um, you are pacing there for a second, sort of like, ah, great. You lost Craig and Boz. These guys are always <laughs> just like, just like, Wait. like, just like in a blur of the color of the hides and blondes with a little bit of purple shift in there. Craig just goes. Can I scream? Is he? I was like, Craig. I completely. Okay, Craig keeps on chugging. Um, Craig, you run almost a mile. Yeah. Um, like maybe three quarter mile. Uh, and. Uh, actually, no, yeah, you run a mile and you just run a good mile. Like that was probably like a six and a half minute mile that you just ran. Um, yeah. and you keep the tempo really well. And, um, like by the end, you're really burning. Um, what's motivating you as you run forward? <laughs> Cause you're feeling, you're feeling the burning in your, in your thighs and your legs yeah. and calves. You feel like you're doing something really, truly athletic for the first time in a long time. I am definitely imagining that I'm on fire right now. Okay. <laughs> That's what's in your head. You're just sort of like, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're just, you just run well. Yeah. Um, I like how when Craig thinks he's on fire, it's not like, okay, stop, drop, and roll. It's like, no, run. <laughs> yes. I'll yes. The flames. <laughs> Craig is just sitting there motivating himself by what not to do in a life or death situation. We're um, on fire now. You have to canonically run. You can't, um, you can't stop, drop, and roll. Uh, Greta, you like recover eventually. So you just have to do this stop and start run. Wait, um, can I find someone who's like taller than me? Uh, almost, <laughs> almost <laughs> everyone you look at. But you can, you can. Just almost everyone you look at. They're, everyone's all around you. All going somewhere, doing something. 
I'm going to find... Can I roll a perception for someone who's not busy and pretty That'd amiable? Be like can I do amiable... I'm sorry. Can I do insight for someone who's amiable and not doing anything? Sure, yeah. Let's go no. amiable people who aren't doing anything. Ah! <laughs> That's great. Oh my goodness. What did That's you roll? So that great. is a nine, though. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Regretta, odds or evens? Evens. Even Stevens. That's a nine. Um, okay, so Greg, you sort of stop for a second and you're like, this isn't efficient at all. Start looking around. Uh, there's tall people everywhere, but every, everyone looks like they have a purpose. Mm. Um, oh, hey, that person doesn't look busy. And you clock somebody on a corner. Um, it's a um, uh, fellow who's standing there. Um, he's taller. Uh, he has this really interesting beard. It's, it's not quite like Wolverine mutton chops, but like there's really large mutton chops on the side that have been cut tight. Um, he has, uh, uh, his hair is very, very thick, hot ginger, um, but it, it's been grayed quite a bit. He looks lately mid middle-aged. And so there's like, it's mostly uh, dark gray now. And um, uh, you can see thick uh, strands of the longer hair falling down around his, uh, his uh, elven, or I'm sorry, his human face. Uh, and he has uh, wide, broad, hard features. Uh, and a, a kind of blank expression, and he's leaned back. He has on um, this, like, warm brown uh, studded leather armor and a large cloak, and he's just sort of leaned against a, a building watching the dock. And he's got um, uh, a clasp on uh, that holds the, um, his, uh, his cloak to the front of his vestment of his armor. And it's uh, um, like a, a brass-colored clasp with a red... Um, that open hand uh, from the Bomavea that you've seen, like sort Worth of. Worth it down. And he's sitting on the edge of a building, just watching the water. Okay, give me one second, please. Um, while Greta flips through, oh. um, Buzz, you fly. You get there uh, much before <laughs> your compatriots, much before, and eventually you uh, you arrive. Well, okay, so you you're flying down the docks. Yeah. Um, you're counting numbers. You're counting numbers, and as you you go enough distance across these docks, that like the city changes as you fly. Um, the whole dock front is much less sectioned than the rest of the city, but still, the further you go east, the wealthier it starts to look to get. Um, until after a while, like, you feel like there's sort of like a pinnacle sort of in the middle of the docks that's quite wealthy. Um, and then as you fly further outward, it sort of reverses, and eventually you start getting to, like, you haven't seen a very, a very large or very well-decorated ship in a while, and you get to a section that seems to be largely small shipping and fishing vessels. Um, and then you keep flying further and further, and eventually you get to um, sort of a little section of the dock that like recedes a little bit, and there's a large section that's broken off, like like it has eroded away over time, uh, and like maybe like something really dramatic happened here at some point in the past, but it looks like a, like an event long ago, and there appear to be one or two collapsed docks. There's no 431 and no 432, um, and no 434. Um, and technically not a 433. So as you're flying there for a moment, you like look, you're like up in the air and you look a little confused, sort of gliding in, in simple circles looking around. Um, but as you look further inward, there are buildings there. They just look like it's like maybe an older part of town that not a lot of money has been put into. Um, so there are towns and there are buildings and there are inns and there are all sorts of businesses, um, but just the usual. But you can see that a 433 does exist. Further back into the collapsed area, someone tried to rebuild 433 and it looks almost completely abandoned and unused. And in this broken in part of the city, a bridge has been built. Um, one of the only bridges along the dock. It's very simple, very small. Uh, and this, this, this part of the dock, it's very far to the right. Um, almost about as far as Port Rispondi Song, or to the east, almost about as far as it goes in the dock area. 
Um, and so there aren't a whole lot of people on this side. You get the feeling that you're in the poorer side of town. So I've like passed um, by the rich area, now I'm on the poor area. Yes, yeah. Um, not a dramatic, it's not like terrible, but it, you're like, this place has to be the poorer area of town. There's just this bridge. There's a fair amount of people crossing on the side. You can see a boat bobbing up and down a ship underneath the bridge. The bridge is still pretty wide. It's about like, it's like I'm saying it's it's small relative to the full length that a dock and a street could be, but it's still about a, like a 30 foot wide bridge. And you can see poking out from either end, there is a ship bobbing up and down. And somebody has like carved into the stone along the edge of the bridge, dock 433, <laughs> as if haphazardly, like this was their attempt at putting it back in. But there is a ship there and there is, you do see the email card thing. I got it. I won. I win. I'm the winner. <laughs> uh, you say in your head because you're a bird. Just like flying in the Can air. Can I say like, it like in pigeon speak? Yeah. yeah exactly. And you're flying around like 40 feet above you. Um, are people going to think it's weird if I just like wild shape back to a normal person? Like, you don't know? Well, uh... You haven't been in, in cultured world and civilized world much at all. Civilized. I... I go down and I just kind of like wild shape okay, back to normal. Okay, So you just, um, you... And this this pigeon lands in the dock. There's quite a few pigeons in the Port Spain's house. No one thinks anything of it. And then there's just this like... <laughs> And all of these um, amber leaves, like like someone took a bag of autumn and just ripped it open, and these leaves and these this, this uh, red light um, flourishes out in the air in an explosion, and then suddenly you're standing there, and um, all the people on the street are like, oh, and like everyone like like some people look terrified, other people look amazed, other people look impressed. Um, make a performance check. Ta-da! Yeah, make a performance check. Just for okay. Uh, that's a straight up ten. Okay. Um, <laughs> someone flips a copper at you. Ding, ding, ding. I'm gonna grab. Can I? Can I make an? Can I catch it? Can I try to catch it? Well, they kind of flick it at your feet. Okay. You can pick it up. If you want. Oh, thanks. Thank you. you. What color is um, it? It's copper colored. Sick. People look. <laughs> people look amazed. Uh, and then after a little bit, everybody just kind of goes back to what they're doing. Cool. Because magic's in the city. I look around for for Boz and Cre- not Boz for me. I found me. I look around for Craig and Greta, and I'm like, you don't see anybody. Not oh. really. I definitely won. Can I like look down the street and see if I see them? Yeah, make a perception. Okay. Uh, that's another straight up uh, 15. Okay. Oh. You don't see anyone, not yet. Okay. You would have had minutes on you. You are coming. Okay. I am still running as fast Yeah, you're just, as I you're just. I, I, I see. I am the tiger. And you're just like, like you know, chugging in between people. I move to the edge of the street where I'm not like anybody's way. But okay, I'm you just move up against the And person. I sit down and cross leg and I start to like meditate. Oh. As I wait for them to get there. I love okay. Boss. All right. Yeah, so you, you go find a wood storefront. You crisscross. Uh, on, boss on the is street, my mom. And you just sit there and, and start meditating. That'd um, be a plot twist. Greta, <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to you. Episode 35. I'm going to walk up to the dude. <laughs> and I'm going to say, hey, do you know Devron? That's the tattoo guy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know Devron? Um, the individual who's much taller than you. He's probably like 5'9". He, he like sort of looks up. He, he pulls his eyes away from the ocean down to you. And he says, um, Who are you? My name is Greta. I do not know it's Debra. Okay. Do you want to do me a favor? Are you a fast runner? He just gives you a steeled expression. Keeps looking at you. Are you a fast runner? You think you could run faster than a dwarf? <laughs> Probably, yes. So you want to beat a dwarf in a race, but he has a pretty he- big head start. And you have to carry me on your shoulder. <laughs> no, I think I'm good. You Thank sure? You. I'll give you some berries. <laughs> he sort of looks you up and down and studies you very carefully. 
What are you doing in this city, Greta? Just kind of stop in between. Just exploring. I'm here with some buddies, and I need to beat one of. I need to beat them in a race, which is why I'm talking. To you. Hmm. Well, I am not interested. But okay. thank you. And before he finishes talking, I just. Okay. <laughs> You're back down the street. Um, okay, gotcha. You start running. Um, Boz, you sit there for a little bit, and then you hear, <laughs> and eventually, Craig, you, <sighs> and you get there, and you are doused in sweat. Some yeah. of the purple is streaked out of your beard, but not all of no. it. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, you are doused in sweat, and you're you're just heaving, glistening, tired, and breathing heavy, but you got there, and you're, <sighs> and uh, Boz, you look up, and Craig. Uh, What's that stuff on your face, Craig? <laughs> Am I still on fire? <laughs> What? It was that stuff on your face. You got some. You got some like white stuff on it's, your face, right, I, right there. It's I I, I sweat it. Oh, you you sweat? Okay. Me, I sweated. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh my gosh! I can't. Okay. <laughs> well, what, what are you? Greta's not what are the here leaves? yet. Where did, where did these leaves come from? Trees. Oh. <laughs> Greta's, Greta's not here yet. <laughs> Did you be her? Oh, I know. Did you pass her? I know. <laughs> I know she's not here yet. How far away? Is she like okay? She's pretty far. Oh, I oh hope no. she's not okay. What? You hope she's not okay? Craig, what the heck? Craig, that's there. your friend. I, Craig. This is as, Craig. I'm talking to Micah. No, no, no I'm not Craig. Craig, that Craig. is your friend. <laughs> Greta is a good person. Most some she's a she's a person. She's not a bad person. <laughs> Um, you are not there. I, What's wrong with what are you? Are you mad at Greta right now? Well, I don't think. Come sit next to me. No. Come sit next to me. No. Please. I don't think so. Were you? Were you, were you please, the pigeon? Please come sit next to me. No. Why? I want to tell you something. Okay. And I, I kind of like sit. Not by boss, but like. Around the general area. Okay, you like clomp your boots uh, across the space next to him. He's just leaned up against the storefront. That like, uh, there's a clothes sign out. That you're not even sure what it would be. The the language of, of denoting the store's um, business is in, in sitting on the front. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody is, appears to be busy. So there's room, and you just sort of like plop down, maybe like six feet away from them. Greg, do you see those docks? Yeah. Well, I guess do you see the absence of docks? There's no docks. They all got destroyed. But you know, someone built a bridge there. Someone built a bridge, Craig. Why would they build a bridge? Because they needed to get across something scary. Place. If I had wood and listen, Craig, I wouldn't do that. I know what you're feeling is really scary. But you need to build a bridge to get to Greta. Do you? Do you have the wood? We can find the wood, Craig. As long as you're willing. I don't think we have time for that. We need to find it. We need to find I put spells. her hand on Craig's shoulder. I reject. Uh, well, you have to like get up and walk over. To <laughs> I sit up. I stand up from where I'm sitting. I walk over to where Craig is sitting. I sit down. I place a hand on his shoulder and I say, "There's always time for friendship, Craig." Honestly, we there's talking, not enough time for friendship. I thought we were talking about a bridge. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave that with you to kind of mull over, and I close my Do eyes wanna, and I go you back to sitting destroy down. The bridge? We haven't even I go back yet. into a trance. I'm no longer listening. Oh. Okay. Boz has just closed his eyes and is sitting much closer. I'm. I'm. I mean, I'm seriously. Like, I'm thinking about building a bridge. Like, if Boz <laughs> thinks it's this important, like, I, I, I have to. 
build one. I, I'm like feeling this pressure. Oh my gosh, I have to build the bridge, you guys. I'm stressed. <laughs> so you're saying you have to build one for Greta. Like that's like more than that. <sighs> so I don't, I don't know what I thought I was getting today, but um, it's like soup. It's different every time. Uh-huh. So, uh, uh, so Craig, you're sitting against a wall, so speaking about this bridge. You're sitting against a wall, meditating. Um, uh, about like two minutes later, um, Greta gets there, um, looking slightly winded, but you also kind of take your time. Can I? You also have like a pound of berries in the pockets <laughs> of your coat. Berries have spilled out. Oh my gosh, are they? Are they, they juice now? How many? You don't know. I had third. I'm gonna count them. Okay. <laughs> instantly regretting saying that the berries fell. Hey, <laughs> so I had 30 when I started running. I ate one, so not, I have 29. 29. So I have 29 berries. How many spilled out while running? Okay, you stop. You arrive at the scene. You start pulling out berries one by one. <laughs> you go. Okay, one, two. <laughs> How do you differentiate the crushed ones from the non crushed ones? Nine, ten. Mm, I'm just going to go by mass. <laughs> Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Okay, so I lost three. I lost four. I lost four while running. <laughs> four plus one is. Uh, Greta Guys, arrives at the periphery of your vision, uh, suddenly stopping and pulling out berries and counting them and inserting them. In the Guys, I lost four. Should I go back and find them? <laughs> Greta. Greta. Yeah, we gotta go back. We There's gotta find more. Them. Okay, no, I don't want to go back. Boss just told me we have to build a bridge. Boss, do we have to build a bridge? We have to build a I, bridge. I'll talk to you about it. What are we going to do? We don't do? have to build a bridge. Okay. Craig, Craig, stop. Craig, Craig, we don't have to build a bridge. Oh, gosh. We don't have to build. Oh. There's already one. Look, there's a bridge right there. Oh, okay. Wait, guys, wait. While we're That's here. That's the dock, by the way. While we're here and we're not goofing around, we should make an action plan. Okay. Okay. We okay. Need, we should, huddle up. Huddle up. Yeah. Huddle up. We huddle up. Okay. This we huddle up. I say we just go and see if the man well, is beneath the bridge. Because we're looking for Nam. We're looking for a sneaky. Do we know that? We're looking for a sneaky little goblin with That's some. All pearls. goblins are sneaky. Yeah, we can't just like clump well, around. Well, we need something that we need worth to sneak it. around. Like something to give. Okay, something to trade. Okay, yeah. so that that bridge is the dock now. Is what it says is dock four thirty three. Okay. So I'm pretty sure they're just under there. So <laughs> I think that one of us should take the sea stone and come at it from the water. We're gonna give it the sea stone. No, no, no. But the sea you can breathe underwater with the sea stone. Oh, sick. So yeah, I agree. one of us goes from the water. The other person goes from. Actually, that's a bad idea. We're, we're going to drown if we do that. Somehow, some way, we're going to drown. Should we split up or go as a team? Let's just go as a team. Let's just like walk up. I mean, it's well, a public we have to street. Be sneaky. It's a public. Okay, let's all. I feel like we should separate a little bit. So we go as a team, but separate. Yes. Like, okay. so, like so that we can. We need to be far enough apart so that we can. So that people don't think that we're a team, but. Close enough so that if we need to give hand gestures, we can give hand so gestures. So like six feet, like six. We all walk in one direction, six let's feet away from each up. other. Okay, let's. I start walking. We towards. need to be sneaky. Let's go. Let's go. Sneaky and sneaky. have high perception. High perception. Okay, I start stealthing my way. I'm stealthy. Across the busy street. And I'm, lo- I'm actively looking for for a sneaky little gnome or a bag of pearls or anyone that. You're looks- looking for a gnome. <laughs> oh my god, a gnome! Well, I'm looking for a sneaky little goblin. With yeah. pearls. Do we need a roll for stealth? Roll yeah, for sneaky little goblin. Roll for stealth. Okay. <laughs> that was what nice. is stealth? What is that under? Oh, I uh, got a 21. Okay. I got a 12. Okay. I got a 10. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> What's the average of Wait, that? Wait, who went first? 
We're all going together, six feet apart. um, You guys agree on this action plan. You guys all sort of get up. And uh, so, set the scene a bit. You have the you have the, the buildings that run along the edge of the street, and you have the street itself that runs to the edge. There's this collapsed section of the street, and you build the bridge that's built across. It's probably like from where you all sitting, it's probably like 30 feet out from you guys. Um, so you can you can like walk up to the edge and uh, and you uh, like as you get to <clears throat> as you get to the edge of the bridge, there's like a lip that leads down to the water, like another six feet on either side of the bridge. So you guys like get up and you'll start walking bonds. You get down really low and you start tracing the edge of the building. And you're like taking this really circuitous, stealthy route along the edges of things. Um, Craig and Greta, you just sort of get up and <laughs> bend down your knees and you're like tiptoeing, but you're just walking straight at the situation. Greta, mm-hmm. you start walking through the leaves a little bit, but you're okay. Um, and you guys <laughs> get up to the edge of the bridge. Everyone starts looking at the three people who've started very obviously sneaking through a street. Um, I rolled a 21. Well, yeah, okay, so people aren't looking at you. They're looking at your friends. <laughs> um, and uh, it's also like, you're just doing this in a public area, so... I don't know. They're yeah, also okay. asleep, so how... You have <laughs> evaded the public's general attention. As you guys get up to the edge of the bridge, you sort of like, all three of you guys kind of like peek your head simultaneously like around <laughs> the edge of this little like canal that kind of runs into the city informally now from this broken in part of the do- uh, the street that leads down to the ocean and as you all move it's like kind of like a three stooges scene so like if the camera were panned like at the ocean looking backward into the edge of the dock like it would sort of be like craig's head greta's head and then like 30 feet down like boz's head <laughs> and uh, as you guys all look down this waterway um you see a number of things first of all you all see a ship um, it is a ship. It's the weirdest ship you've ever seen. Um, it's about, um, it's about 18 feet wide, which is a weird, most of the ships you've seen have been wider, but you know, um, and the whole thing fits under this bridge. Um, and if it's under the bridge, because there is no mast. And is this Spaguber ship? Oh. Will you let me narrate the scene? Yes, I'm sorry. Um, there is no mast. <laughs> um, uh, uh, and the whole thing, it's, it looks like it's about 40 feet long. So about like five feet stick out from one end behind one end of the bridge, five feet stick out the other. Um, it also does not, it, um, instead of making one contiguous body um, down into the main section of the ship, as it pulls down onto the sides, you can see another sort of um, upper indented section in the middle sticking up above the water. And the bottom hold of the ship, the ballast chamber, um, that like, you know, the, the bottom section of the ship that's just full of air that keeps it afloat, is built into two sections, like a shrimping boat in our, in our like modern existing context. Or like in a similar way that like um, the Polynesian people, the way that they made their ancient ships, where there were like two sections and the section that would sit in the middle, the bottom of the ship is, 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 is built this way. So there's like two ballast chambers, each maybe about like, six feet wide um and it's six foot so there there must be like a bottom layer but there's two layers in the middle that hold it up and as it like sort of like bobs up and down the water you can see two two wooden rudders that sort of face inward in between these two ballast chambers you're not exactly sure how that works um beyond that the wood of the vessel is uh it's this thick warped badly chipped and run oak um, and all along the side, you can also see metal sections, like maybe armor, but there's only three left, two on one side and one on the other. They're badly dinged, and one of them is partially hanging off. 
Um, the whole wood of the ship is slightly worn. And above deck, there is only one structure. There is no separate built-up part of the back of the ship that's a captain's quarters. Nothing. It's just a flat deck with a slight railing all along the edge. And there is simply a helm that's on the upper deck with a slightly raised platform. And on the back, you can see written into the back of the ship um, what was once... Um, well, you can see an area that had a wide etched name, like you paint the name on the back of the ship. It is all worn off. And what looks like it was scrawled in as like an insult, like carved in haphazardly by someone's bosun's tools who was just trying to like pick on the vessel. It has the poor bet written on the back. The poor bet. Um, I love that. And uh, so that's the vessel that you can see, this dark gray oaken vessel. Just from the waves that are coming in this canal. Um, there are also two, um, two half orcs. Um, oh. They're both, one's about 6'2", the other's about 6'3". They're pretty big. Um, they both look pretty muscular. Um, they have ruddy um, features that look very worn by life and time. Uh, very thin cut, like almost like military looking haircuts. Um, one is female, one is male. Um, they both have on like uh, leather armor strapped and, and blades at their side. And one is carrying a crate and another has rope strapped across. So the woman, the female has rope across her torso and uh, the male is carrying a crate over his shoulder. They both look quite large and strong. strong and uh, um, as you guys round the corner, um, uh, they both recognize you as you see them. And um, uh, the female, like the male doesn't notice he's carrying the crate over his back and the female like sort of like looks down the way at all three of you who suddenly poked her heads around. She reaches out a hand, she pats him on the shoulder, he stops and turns around <laughs> and faces you all at the crate and looks at you all. And they're two standing there because there's sort of like a railing that's been built, a stone railing that's been built out along the edge of this collapsed in area that's turned into like sort of a canal to hold this vessel at dock 433. Um, and as they're clearly on and offloading this vessel, they both turn around and look at you. And um, they're sort of paused there saying nothing and you guys are on the edge. Uh, is this like the only thing there? Like this is the only thing. There. So like, the there's. Like, you don't see what did Madame Miskor's description of the of the? She said that there was a drunk goblin sleeping under a bridge. Okay. And the boat is the only thing under the bridge. That's that's all that you can see. Okay. There might be something on the other side of the boat. Um, it occurs <laughs> to you that Madame Miskor told you that two hours ago. I mean, yeah, but you okay. were looking at this vessel and the two individuals. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask. How do you feel about drunk goblins? To these two Yes, orcs? yeah. Um, okay, so there's a pause. The male, he's got this really gruff expression. And he looks at the female. Um, uh, whoever wants to, make an insight check, I guess. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, nobody make it. Well, whoever wants wait, to. I have can. seven for insight. Can I please can, make everyone it? Everyone can make it. Okay, uh, 15. I um, did not make a great one. <laughs> I got a, uh, what is insight under? Oh, I got a 24. Oh, Landon made the inside check. Um, Craig, you're just witnessing a scene. What did you get? 17. Okay. Both you and both Greta and Boz, you guys both pick up on, based on the physical makeup of these two individuals and the, the expressions they immediately kind of tacitly exchange with each other, you're, they kind of look like siblings. Okay. Um, and you put together, Boz, with your 24, <laughs> that it kind of looks like an older sister and a younger brother. They mm -hmm. both look, the, the man looks like maybe he's like, 22, uh, but a rough 22. Like, life has dealt him some time. Oh, man. And uh, she looks like maybe she's, like, 26. Um, but they're both very athletic and rough-looking. Um, the woman sort of, like, steps aside from her brother and walks up a bit closer, and she looks up at you, Greta, and she says, um, uh, um, what exactly are you wanting to know? 
How do you feel about them? Like, would you want them under your bridge? Are you looking for a goblin? And a hand goes to a, a sword in the side. We just want to chat. I honestly, um, to be completely frank, I we met a goblin on a boat that we were on, and I miss this goblin, and I want to talk to. I want to see if I can find this goblin, and like I've got some food, you know. I want to talk to this goblin. She sort of like looks back at her brother. They exchange a look for a moment. Make a persuasion check. There we go. Um. 22. Okay. Um, she believes you enough. Mm-hmm. Um, she walks back and she's sort of like, the, ma- the male has been, the brother has been holding this crate the whole time. He's got a very like thick muscular arm and like shoulder that the crate is uh, resting up on. She like walks over, she puts a hand on his shoulder, she whispers into his ear, he whispers something back. Um, he nods, he walks over to the vessel, like sort of tosses the crate <laughs> up onto the deck. And uh, there's like a small rope bridge that's been dropped over the side. He steps up onto it, climbs on, and he goes, he walks over to the top of the ship. He pulls a trap door up from off on the top and hops down inside, disappears for a second. And she's just standing on the edge. She walks back over you all. How's your day been? Hasn't been bad. That's good. That's good. Is it normally this uh, temperature? Mm hmm. It's the summer. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. What do you want to talk about with your goblin? Some catch up, really. Um, we kind of had like he. She wasn't in a great spot when we found her, and I just kind of want to like see how she's doing, you know, like just catch up. She's just staring at you, not saying a word. And who's speaking to us right now? Uh, this the sister. This the is sister. my friend. Boz. Hi, what's your name? Hey, I'm Boz. I'm Craig. I'm not from here, but um, Neither I'm somewhere. I. What's your name? My name is Pluff. 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 You said Buzz? Yes. And Craig. Craig. How about you? Greta. She sort of puts a chin, puts her hand up to a chin and rubs it. Almost the three that and about the time that she's muttering that, um, the trapdoor on the vessel just <laughs> flies at the top and the half-orc climbs up, um, and he stands back up on the deck. He doesn't move at all. Um, and then uh, you hear, like, a lot of scuffling from inside of the ship, which is maybe about 20 feet away from you guys. And you can hear some sound, and there's, like, an excited voice for a second. like, And then climbing out at, like, sort of an alarming speed up on the top of the ship. There's a very small dwarf. Um, he has rosy cheeks. Yeah, Curly, blonde, fluffy hair. Um and uh, in his tiny little sailor's vest, um, which now has a silk shirt under it, and, um, and these other nicer pants and these, these, these uh, riding boots that are being used as sailing boots, Spiguber hops up onto the top of the deck, and he has like a little captain's hat on now that has a feather stuck in it. Yes. And as he climbs up onto the deck, he just sort of stands up and goes, It is my traveling companions! Hello! Adventurers! This is your ship! Yes! We didn't even mean to find you here. We just were stumbling around. We're looking for Namnook. Do you have you seen Namnook? No. Do have I seen her? Of course I have. And he walks back over and he he like like leans down into the into the hold of the ship and just sort of down. Yahoo! Namnook! It is our traveling companions. And there's just kind of a silence. 
He walks back over. I'm sure she will be out Can soon. Can I go talk to Namnook? Of course. It is the vessel upon which you shall be traveling. At Bilfrey Platt, these are the three mighty adventurers of whom I have spoken. And um, the two siblings like, sort of look at each other and look at you all. And they... We're very mighty, and we do adventure. <laughs> um, and uh, Ploff just sort of crosses her arms, and she says, I apologize if there was any indiscretion. All of the hope is just drained from my eyes. Okay. Right. <laughs> 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 I thought we lost it. The color and the joy just drain in your face, Greg. There is um, no more purple. In my and, yeah. <laughs> it, just, it just melted away. It's like a Disney and, cartoon. Um, and Cooper says, "Please come, come look at the vessel which you shall be renting." Can I like, can I like talk to these guys like in a huddle? Yeah, let's huddle up. Okay, We're gonna huddle, huddle up real quick. We're gonna quick, huddle up. We're gonna huddle, huddle up. up. Okay, so the three of you don't say anything to him. Turn around and huddle <laughs> no, up. No, we say. We're gonna we say huddle. We're gonna okay, huddle okay. Up. So he says, "Okay," and then uh, as you guys huddle, you can just hear dimly behind you. Are they not magnificent? You saw one of them do the magics. Yes, they are incredible. I am so excited. But you can just hear this dimly beyond your earshot. So can I talk in a way that Shpagoober isn't going to hear? Like, Oh, yeah, you guys are like 20 feet away. If okay, you have low okay, voices, okay. they won't be able to hear. Yes, yes, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What do you think of the plan of me trying to go get the pearls and y'all talking? What I do you think, think we the should plan just should be? Pay, I think we should just offer to pay Namnuk for the pearls. That's what I'm saying. Well, how much should we pay her for? I don't know. Like, we have... I don't know. <laughs> I have one copper on me. I... And a bunch of, I have like 25 blueberries or snappleberries. My diary. Okay. How much gold do we have, boss? Um, I have marked down 372, but that sounds like a lot more than it was. But I also feel like I kept a good track of what we did. So I think that's a good amount, but also. I trust you. Okay. We have 372 <laughs> gold. <laughs> okay. Um, should we all go talk to Nam? Yeah, let's all go talk let's to Nam. Let's all she go talk us. to Nam. Okay. 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 You guys break from your We're done huddling. Can we come aboard? This Of course it is I mean I am the captain, but you are my adventurers, please. Oh captain, my captain, can we <laughs> come on the ship? <laughs> yes, you may. <laughs> Great. And he's like he's like doing like a little jittering, like almost kind of dancing. We're gonna talk to Nomnook. We of course. Talk to Nomnook. Yes, of course. Let's you go. must meet all of your crew, please. Yes. We should go talk please. to Nomnook right now before she slips away. Yeah, let's go talk to Nomnook right now and then we'll meet and the crew. And he's just desperate. Like, he can't stand still now. He's just like, we like, like go. He hasn't, he's not talking anymore. He's just waving desperately. Can I do you like guys? a perception to see if she's like slipped off the ship, like since he's sure, a monster? Yeah. Make a perception. Now that we're here. Uh, that is an 11. Okay. Um, looks like a ship bobbing a little now. <laughs> okay. Um, so you guys just sort of all drop down onto this little lower level. Um, the two uh, half-orc siblings, like, or well, the sister is the only one on, on this like little dock railing edging. She steps aside so that you guys can pass by. Um, she's slightly taller than. How tall are you, Boz? I'm like five. I'm like five eleven. Like okay. slightly six foot. So she, uh, she's she's even slightly taller than you. Um, they're two very imposing looking figures. But you guys like sort of slip by her. Um, she's not giving you guys an aggressive face, but she also doesn't look terribly pleased either. She's mm-hmm. just acknowledging you guys as you pass by. You walk over. There's just a rope bridge. This ship has no gangplank, but just a rope bridge that hangs down. You guys all climb up the side. Um, as you guys step on, up, up onto it, all three of you getting onto one edge, um, the ship dips ever so slightly. Like ever so imperceptibly. Oh, nice. But just the weight of the three of you all is enough to ever so slightly change sitting of this vessel. It's not very, uh, well, who knows? Anyway, you're on it. Um, <laughs> and uh, Spooker's standing there, and he says, this is the poor bet. I would name it differently, but I cannot get it off of the back of the vessel. <laughs> I am so excited to have you on with your mighty adventures. 
It is a feat of technological engineering. That is why I got it for such an incredible price, because others did not have faith in its amazing capabilities and sold it to me. What silly fools. Well, Spiggy Bear, I don't know a lot about I don't know a lot about ships. Yeah. But I really want to go see Namnook right now. Of course. She is in the lower hold. And he points to the open. It's just a trap door on the deck. Also, while you guys are up there, there is no rigging. There is no mast. It is literally just the top of a ship and a helm. That's it. Okay. But um, And then there's a small <laughs> wooden railing that runs all along the edges. But you guys, uh, you walk over. You, do you guys look down yeah. in the interior? Okay, I'm you can down. see firelight alighting the whole space, probably from internal like uh, uh, sconces or brazers or something inside. Um and you can see below, below this hatch door, um, there is a tightly stretched tarp. Um, uh, not a ladder. There's no ladder down. There's just a tightly stretched tarp. Um, probably about six by six, very thick tarp. And as you look down, you can see that it's tied off at posts below the trapdoor area. I think I just, like, I didn't even look. I Greta just, like, doop. Okay, you jump Greta down. really wants a tattoo. Uh, you jump down and just sort of, boom. And you jump onto what is essentially a very taut, almost not at all buoyant trampoline. Um, so you just balance a little bit as you get down, and now you're in the space. Um, and you realize, Greta, that this ship, um, as you get into it, you realize the missing plates on the side, whatever this strange vessel used to be, it's been partially dismantled. So it has just sort of been ramshackled into a number of other purposes. So there's no ladder to the lower hold. There's just like a trampoline to jump down onto. Greta loves um, this. This I'm obsessed is perfect. with this. So you bounce that off the trampoline into the space. Um, now that you're down to the bottom, and the, you other two can, you know, you get down as well. Um, uh, you know what? For fun. <laughs> why not, Craig? Uh, <laughs> why don't you make an acrobatics check? Oh my gosh. Because I'm what? Because <laughs> you're, you're you. Acrobatics, you say? Yeah. Not athletics? Yep. Not athletics? Yep. Acrobatics. Uh, I got 12. Okay. No, that's enough. You okay. like you don't get down gracefully, but you boom off the thing and you like sort of like boom, to your feet and you stumble and you're there. Um, the space is interesting. It's narrow and it's long and it cuts off very sharply. The front of the ship comes to this long, thin point. This is the weirdest shaped vessel ever. You have no idea what this thing could have been. Uh, in the bottom space, there are like posts all along the edge, and there's regular fixtures al- like alighting the interior of the ship. And all along the edge, there are these posts. And there is rigging rope in like sort of like a rope fence along the edges. And all of the stored items in the, in the ship are on the edges here. Um, there are barrels and crates of items, but the majority of it's actually empty. And every section, every soft is walled off with boarding. Um, and there's rope over that so that they kind of make like little like compartments of rope netting on the side where you can put things that you're shipping. Um, the middle, there are these two rutted levels. So in the middle, there is a raised platform of wood and then these lower sections. So there's no ballast chamber in the ship. So if you've got water in here, it'd sink real quick. <laughs> but um, uh, there, the, the, there, there are indeed two grooved sections to the bottom of the ship. Um, no idea what the purpose of that is, but they sort of run together to a point. So the, 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 layer, the raised layer in the middle um, gets more and more and more and more narrow as it goes up to the front until it finally disappears at the front. And there's like this little divoted area. There are a number of hammocks strung in between these uh, these. Um, pillars of wood on the side that hold together these netted holding areas. And clearly this is what the crew is using um, as their makeshift um, uh, like sleeping quarters because this ship lacks a galley, captain's quarters, a brig. Um, uh, there is nowhere to cook food. There is nowhere to prepare food. There is no additional storage area. It is literally an upper deck, a lower chamber, holding areas to the side. 
that is it. So everybody is like making up areas and you can see where like um, two of the hammocks are kind of higher than the others. You're willing to bet that these belong to the half-work uh, siblings and they're kind of closer together and they've just they've just nailed really large driving forks into the wall and they're hanging like their bags from them because there's nowhere to actually put your stuff. Mm -hmm. And at the back of the chamber, there are a number of large chests built into the back of the ship rather than more of these holding areas. So you're willing to bet that this acts as the full realm of storage for this ship. Um, that's what you all can see around you and the whole thing is being lit by probably like 12 sconces on the wall. Do we see Namnook? Um, and the other thing you see in the space, the last thing I'm describing, is at the very end of the room, all the way up, like the front of the ship, sitting up in the last space that could be occupied by not these holding areas where everything's coming together, there is a goblin. She has a chipped ear on one side, long stringy hair. She's very meek and small, large green eyes, small pack next to her. And she has a resigned expression on her face, um, as if someone needing a terrible, terrible truth. <laughs> and she's just sitting at the end of the vessel, just looking at you all, sort of like. She looks away from you guys at the floor. I don't understand. I did everything I could to get away. This I don't understand. She looks up at you all. How? How are you all everywhere that I go? All I want is to leave you freaks behind. How does this keep happening? Um, look, would you like some berries? <laughs> It might be the last thing you ever eat. You all watch as a single, it's like, not even consciously, it's like subconsciously a hand reaches mm -hmm. for a dagger, as if in a moment of last desperation, she's maybe considering bloodshed, and she just goes, Would you like some berries? They're so blue, and they make purple. She puts a hand over her eyes, and she goes, No, no, I don't want to drink berries. Spagoober, why are you hiring? Gotcha. Why are you hiring these freaks? And uh, Spagoober goes, now, Nook, this is not how we speak of our adventurers. These are our mighty heroes, so we will ferry around. And Nam goes, I wouldn't have taken this job if you told me that you were hiring these weirdos. And then uh, Spooguber goes, uh, we are in their employ. And uh, she just gets this really depressed, dejected look on her face. She starts studying the floorboards. She doesn't even look at you guys. She just looks at one of the walls as the orange light dances across her face. And... Um, We'll end there with her just sort of looking really depressed and dejected looking at all. We're going to send Nomnook to therapy. Oh my gosh. That's where we'll no. we're not, we could give her therapy Sp sessions on the, we on could, the trips. You're right. We could do it we by ourselves. We could each like rotate yeah. so she yeah. gets like a full experience yeah, of what it yeah. could be. Yeah. Totally. I think that's a great idea. Okay. I think this is really good. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for uh, tuning in this episode. Ooh, thank you. Catch you on the next one. That we, we may yeah. or may not be recording right after this. Oh, uh, what? I didn't you know. it. Oh, oh no. no. I did not, mean to, I did not mean to speak that loud. Thank you, guys. Okay, bye. bye. Adios. The machinations of my mind are unavailable. <laughs>